Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to the PM and the AM podcast. This is your host, Porter McNeely, in video format alongside co-host Blake Bushman. Blake, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. I like doing these video more, and I can, I can see your, your bright, shining little face there. <laughs> Makes me feel real nice and nice on the inside. No, yeah, we're definitely going to hope that the technology goes in our favor, which generally it doesn't, so that's why tonight is our night. We're really excited. We want to put these videos out there, have the clips out there. Just makes it a little bit more exciting for the morning people, and and I think they deserve it, Blake. What about you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're the best, you know. Yeah. For, for listening to, to us two bozos every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're so grateful for all the support we get. Thanks to everybody who's been listening and sharing the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for everybody who's been dropping us a review. Today, we have some exciting content coming up. But before we get into that, we just want to go over the latest bracket that we had go final, which was the fruit snack bracket from two weeks ago. We didn't have a chance to talk about it on our last episode. But Blake ended up pulling off an impressive upset with the four seed. He chose Gushers and they ended up pulling through for him. Yeah. I, I was surprised that Gushers did end up winning in the end. There was some controversy with it. I know some people didn't feel that they fell into the same category as some of the others. In the end, they are still fruit snacks. I mean, they're gelatin-flavored, fruity things. It's just because, you know, the, there was a little bit of controversy there. But but in the end, yeah, Gushers won. And I mean, I get it. I haven't had a Gushers in forever. But, uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy with a win. No, like you said, people thought of them more as candy. There was some outrage. There was some big time Scooby Doo's fruit snack fans that were sad to see it go down. And honestly, the biggest shock to me though was Mott's. Mott's was just kicking butt all the way through. It almost made it into the final round. It was like yeah, a few it, votes it, it that gave it, it gave Welch's a run for its money there towards <laughs> the end too. I mean, yeah, it was it was really surprising to see how many people like Mott's. I mean, they're good, but. I didn't expect them to go as far as they did for sure. And this week we have the best things about fall bracket. It's still going on. We've got a few more days in that one. Haven't really seen anything too surprising, but we are excited to see who wins that one to see if Blake can go ahead and win back to back after I took the insurance mascots bracket that we did. Besides that, we had shared our guilty pleasures on the show last week. If you didn't catch that, make yeah, sure you unfortunately. go unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you don't need sure to leave, you, you don't need to go back and listen to it. <laughs> Blake it's... doesn't want you to listen. <laughs> yeah. If you were to want to check that out, it's in our last episode. We didn't really want to share too many of the fans that they sent in because we didn't know if they were like private, but we did get a lot of just like Maybe watching a, a TV show that was girly or whatever, you know, like a, a you know, you got a that... lot of support for Love is Blind. Oh, yeah. There yeah, were a it's... lot of Love is Blind fans out there. I was yeah. surprised. It's I've never even heard of it. I don't want to admit, but I mean, it's a it's a decent <laughs> show. It's got a good hook to, to make you want to watch a little bit more. Oh, well, I, I guess I'll, I'll give it a whirl after <laughs> you and and many of the morning people had a strong opinion that it's great. So, yeah, I. I mean, great, maybe a little too high, but it's it's pretty good. It's a good way if you if you don't have anything else to watch and you're like, I don't know what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, I would check it out. I would say say that's a good good guilty pleasure. Other than that, there's just like some treats. People are like, oh, like I eat sweets after 11 p.m. I'm like, oh, guilty pleasure. That's everyday life, baby. <laughs> that's how I live my life. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> A lot of things. That's just that, a pleasure. I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, things like that, that to some people, they are feeling guilty, I guess. But to me, I'm like, man, that's that's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, I mean, embrace it, you know? Being fat is just showing that you're putting your good money to good use. That's all I, that's what I say. <laughs> exactly. You know? You're spending on yourself. We do have a couple more questions we want to get into this week. And first, I want to ask you, Blake, what are some of the biggest scams? Okay, this is, there's a couple of them. And like, 
right off the bat, I couldn't think of any that I was like, that's oh, that's a scam. But then I started thinking more and more. And there's a couple of things that drive me crazy. So I'm gonna, we'll, we'll build up in uh, order of annoyance. But first one, this is really relevant to me right now. I'm in school and college textbooks are the biggest scam. Oh, I keep, it drives me crazy that we have to spend $300 on this stupid book that we use like maybe once throughout the semester. And then you try to return it, you're getting like $6 back from the exact same place that you bought it in the exact same condition. Oh man. And half the time it's the professors who wrote it and they're just, they want you to buy their book to boost their numbers. Oh, I can't stand it. That's an excellent point. I had one class that I'd been going for for about three weeks. This is this semester. So, you know, about a month ago. And then I finally realized that it was a paper textbook, which most of my textbooks, I'd say 95% of them are online books. And so you don't really worry about it. And you just log in when you want to look at the stuff and it's included in the tuition, you know, so you don't have to worry about spending oh. more. And I realized, oh crap, this is an actual paper textbook and I've got a test coming up. I haven't <laughs> studied. I don't have the book. I was like, I, I need it. So I rush ordered it, you know, I got it, but I was, I spent $85 on it and I got like two editions previous to the one we're supposed to have. But I was like, I, I'm not spending $200 on this book that I'm, I know I'm not even going to study. So I'll spend 85 instead. I'll lightly study it and then hopefully return it for, you know, the $4, like you said, that they'll get yeah. you. You're so right. That's such a big scam. It, you can literally rent an ebook there. It's stupid, but you can rent an ebook and they still charge you like 80 bucks for it. And it is insane to me. So now I've started to obtain my textbooks through uh, other means. Oh, and uh, it's worked really well for me. Semi-legal, but I, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm joining uh, Captain Jack Sparrow on the high seas, and I'll I'll let you interpret that. <laughs> Man, I did not <laughs> know there was you... a textbooks industry there, but I, I'm really oh, surprised. You, I'll have to I'll have to hook you up. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> if you ever yeah. need a, a I refuse night. to spend money on those stupid books. If you're ever trying to do a pirate excursion, Blake is a really good pirate. <laughs> you know, only if plundering and actual pirate things like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's what we're talking. We're not talking about anything else. <laughs> talking about Captain Jack Sparrow, like you said. But that that's a really good yeah. scam. I have another scam that's a financial scam as well. And it's kind of been going oh. viral lately. And that is you go somewhere to a restaurant that's not necessarily a sit down place. They turn the iPad around after you've ordered and it's the tip button. It's... 20 25 30 percent tip and all they did was hand you the food that the company they work for priced and that is you to pay more that is the biggest scam on my list that i have i yeah. like i said i have three and i was gonna build up that's number one it drives me crazy you can go to a self-serve frozen yogurt place and they'll ask you for a tip i'm like dude all you did was press a button on the register like is insane to me that we are allowing companies to get away with not paying their employees because they expect their customers to pay them for it i hate it yeah and this is another crazy example of that so me and my wife went to a concert last week and there she went to get the merch you know which is already like $50 for a t-shirt oh, because they yeah. can super expensive guy goes grabs the size of t-shirt she asked for hands her t-shirt flips the thing over and he's no. like it's going to ask you a couple questions what are the questions it's asking for a 15 20 25% tip because the man turned around and grabbed a t-shirt like he is fleecing people that's actually robbery i'm shocked that that and can they, still exist they put the little like skip or no mm -hmm. tip or whatever like so small grayed out in the bottom so like 
yeah. if you're like, oh, I can't see it. And then they make you do it right in front of them. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I've gotten yeah. to the point now, and like you can ask my wife. I've I've gone on many a rants about this. <laughs> I just refuse to tip anymore. I used to feel bad and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, okay, I'll give a ten percent, whatever. We all need to come together as a people and ban this. Those, oh, those sure. iPads should be outlawed. They're that stealing. question, sh- if you if you are not waiting on me, you do not deserve a tip. You don't get a tip. A tip is for going above and beyond and giving me extraordinary service or even just decent service. And like if any restaurant I'll tip at, I'm not one of those guys who, oh, you know, they, they didn't fill up my water immediately. I'm not going to give them a tip. I'm, I'm not like that. But you don't get a tip for doing your job. All right. That's not how that works. Yeah. And I think that has made the service industry for waiters even worse because now they're like, oh, well, I'm guaranteed, you know, 10, 15, 20% for doing nothing. And so we also had an experience on on this trip we went on where we had like the worst service at a weighted restaurant. Like I, I could have gone and gotten my own food. You know, you see where the food is set. We got one pitcher of water just like slid to us at the beginning of the time we sat down and didn't get any refills the entire time. Just little things like that where there was just no service whatsoever. And so do you just see the effects of, oh, I can get a 15% tip for handing you a t-shirt. And then all of a sudden like, okay, now you come yeah. to a restaurant. It doesn't even matter if I do service at all. Like I'm going to get this high amount of tip for no reason. And that's definitely a big scam. I think we've gone on enough of a rant, but (laughs) yeah. One last thing we as a society don't need it. The U S is the only place this is even a thing. Like all it takes is to pay the employees a normal wage, and we're fine. So yeah. Yeah, that that that's enough about that before I I absolutely lose it. But right. absolutely scam. Okay, but the next one I'm going to go into is is more maybe just like a personal rant, but I think like most subscriptions that you can do with like you know when you can buy stuff on Amazon and they're like purchase this product as a subscription and oh, so yeah. <laughs> you, you get like a 5% discount, but it comes every 6 Does months or what? Anybody ever do those? I mean, I know the Amazon that do it specifically. And I think it's a big scam because I don't think there's any way that the 5% discount or whatever is going to be enough for when those like packages just keep lining up and you have so much of it on, on surplus. So I I think that's a pretty good business model. I think it's also kind of a scam. There's ones like, I'm pretty sure my in-laws use it for uh, like toilet paper. It's like Uh every six months they get like a big thing of toilet paper and it lasts them and they have like timed out to where they get it like right when they need it basically. So like, I understand that like it can be useful, but like there were certain, there's certain times that I know that they just have like a backlog of toilet paper, like during COVID when everybody was like going crazy about it. I'm pretty sure that they had like a stockpile because they like kept getting it. And like every time it was in stock, it would automatically ship and they, they had it. So like, I know it can be useful, but yeah, it's not the Amazon ones specifically, but like some of the other ones that like you just have that, oh, sign up for like a one week free trial and it's something you need right then. And then you forget. And then even if you cancel it after the first one, you just lost, you know, 50, 20, 10 bucks, whatever it was, just because it's the, I call it the Fortnite system. <laughs> People make everything free. And then oh, you yeah, have to yeah. like pay to get like additional add-ons. features and add-ons on top of it because like video games and everything. Now there's so many free things now that in order to like 
have a better version or get the thing that you want, you have to pay for it, but they suck you in with the, with the free tag. That's true. That's, that's yeah. a good part of what the scam is essentially. Yeah. So it, they'll get you. I mean, I, we, <laughs> you are well aware that I, yeah. uh, I, God. I, I have been, uh, a, a victim of forgetting <laughs> to cancel subscriptions and, and spending more money than I cared to because th- yeah, that's, it's, it's no joke. A lot of, a lot of these, sca- I mean, I guess, and it makes sense, that all scams are somehow money related because why would you scam somebody if it wasn't for money? So you said that you and your wife went to a concert recently, right? Did you buy the tickets online? Uh, yes, I think we did. I didn't purchase them personally. We went with some other people and they were the ones that got okay. the tickets for us. I'm assuming we paid like a thousand dollars in fees. Cause that, that's my next thing. <laughs> the buying things online, there's always like, at the very bottom, there's a convenience fee or a, like a service fee. They have different names for it in most places. Mm-hmm. Most places call it a convenience fee. And it is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> because- I mean, I'd print those suckers out if I didn't have to pay for the convenience. I'd pay it in, in the ink of the printer, you know? I mean, th- here's the thing. Like, I should have to pay a convenience fee if I do it like in in person because then I'm like paying the wage of the person that, that helped me. Yeah. If I'm doing it online, I, I guess the convenience of not having to go in person, but why do I have to pay? It's not convenient if I have to give get an extra fee on top of it. True. It's so dumb. They're just they sucking gotta, money out they of They got to rename those fees to just be like annoying fees because everybody knows what they are and everybody knows they suck. And we so want if they your just money put it as fee. it is, they're like, we're going to do this. We're going to place this fee because we can. And yeah. I think it would be more straightforward and, and more honest. <laughs> Every time Ticketmaster is, is the one that drives me crazy. Cause you'll, you'll see, you know, like I like going to jazz games. And so I'll, I'll go and I'll buy tickets and like, Oh, Hey, look, 30 bucks for tickets or whatever, something super cheap right before the game. And then by the time you get through two tickets should be 60, you're, you end up spending a hundred bucks because of all these fees and add-ons that they give you that oh it drives me crazy yeah you know? it's nuts list the price add the tax and that's that's what i want to be out the door that's crazy so there's our question of the week we want to hear from you guys we want to know what other scams we should be avoiding and we're just going to stick with that question and then after the break we are going to debate and make a bracket of the places where you're most likely to get food poisoning so these are restaurants or like little local places and we're going to talk about that so stay tuned for your own safety you're not going to want to miss it we're going to prepare you guys for the worst uh after this brief ad from anchor we will be right back and we are back with the places you are most likely to get food poisoning bracket this is a really exciting one me and blake are both i'm pumped for this one yeah definitely both big uh, food connoisseurs so we've been around the block we've been to many of these places and I personally have been fooled the time or two. What about you, Blake? Pride myself in having a, a stomach of steel. I do pretty well. There are a couple of things, though, that will that'll mess me up pretty good. So I'm interested to see where this goes, just because I think everybody has a little bit of a different experience with a lot of these places. Like there's some places that I know are known to mess people up that haven't messed me up and maybe some vice versa. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have the first overall pick in this week's bracket. And number one overall is not necessarily going to be a specific restaurant or a restaurant chain. But there's one of these in every local town and they all kind of do the same damage, I would say. And so with number one overall, I am taking Chinese buffets. Yeah, no, I I, I mean, buffets are uh, a dangerous game to be playing, especially when you're getting mystery meat in there. Ooh. 
You don't know yeah. what they're putting on those trays. You don't know how long it's been sitting there. You don't know what animal it came from. Nothing. Ooh. It's a uh, scary for sure. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that that food is not just recycled. I have a hard time believing that food is edible. And I've been to one Chinese buffet one time and hundred percent got food poisoning. And so that's, that's pretty dangerous. Oh, wow. If you only you go, go one time and get it, think about the danger that that could be causing yeah. everybody else. I mean, a hundred percent failure rate is not good. So <laughs> no, that is not I, what I, you're looking for as a restaurant. I can't blame you there. A Chinese buffet is for sure. Uh, one that you want to stay away from. So excellent first choice. That's not where I thought you were going to go. And so now I'm like, you have to kind of choose the, you play the game on what you think like is going to make it back to you. But I'm going to pick one here that has had a scandal a couple of years ago for an Mm. outbreak of, I think it was E. Coli or Mm. something like horse meat. I don't know what it was like something was wrong and a ton of people were getting sick, like thousands of people. And so maybe one of our listeners was one of these people that got oh, yeah. sick, but that's Chipotle. Oh yeah. Oh wow. That that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. When you're combining a burrito filled with beans and all sorts of sauces and things that can wreak havoc on your bowels, and then you add in this other side effect that they had bad meat for a while. I mean, that's a that's a recipe for disaster. That yeah, <laughs> it's it's a well known uh, tragic happening when you after you go there. So. Yeah, that's a really good pick. I'm jealous that you got it. I didn't know if it was going to be on your bracket or where it was going to come in the rankings. I couldn't let it get back to you. No way. Yeah, You definitely stole that one with a, (laughs) with a national scandal. Like you say, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Definitely up there and definitely dangerous. So be careful eating at Chipotle and hopefully I think they've cleaned it up, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's still Still dangerous though. (laughs) Issues after you go there. That leaves me with number three, and I've been debating in my mind if I want to go back to the buffet, and I do, because buffets are disgusting, and I'm taking Sizzler at number three, because Sizzler is probably the most disgusting buffet. How Sizzler is allowed to be an operating business, I will never know. Over under a week and a half, that they leave the food out before people, like before they can't serve it anymore, because it starts growing things. I would probably take the over on most food there. There's probably some stuff that turns green and they're like, gosh, we got to scrap this and buy new stuff. But yeah, it's, I really it's- wonder if they have like a special, a special seasoning that they put on all of their food. Maybe seasoning isn't the right word. Coating. Preservative. <laughs> and yeah, that's really what it that like it just makes it. So the food doesn't stink when it goes bad. And so they can well, they just have leave like- it out. The heat lamps, you know, they've got those lights just like beaming down on it while everybody's kind of mixing. Because when you go to get a spoonful of something, some slops into whatever's next to it, you know, oh, buffets are so nasty, man. It's a a gross place. I mean, I don't don't even know if they care about the sniff test, which is is bad. You got to be doing your own sniff test when you you go to Sizzler. Honestly. Yeah. I'm sad I didn't get either of the buffets, like a Chinese buffet or, or Sizzler. Sizzler was was absolutely in consideration because it's gross. It's it's up there with a couple other buffets that should not be a family-friendly place. <laughs> kids love I- it. Parents <laughs> get destroyed. Yeah. I have no idea what goes on inside of a kid's body that makes it makes them able to eat whatever happens in a sizzler. But <laughs> school that's- lunch. <laughs> <laughs> school lunch is preparation for sizzler. Is that <laughs> Yeah, that's what you gotta do. You gotta 
participate that's, in all those germs if you want to have Sizzler and be yeah. safe. I mean, I'll, there's a couple of things that are known for being bad. Sizzler's one of them. And my next pick is one of the things that I think is like has the biggest stereotype for making Ooh. people sick. It's one of my favorite places. We've talked about it many times on the podcast, and that's Taco Bell. Oh, Taco I, Bell. I love Taco Bell. Don't get me wrong. And I haven't personally had too many too many issues. I mean, you know, an upset stomach here or there who hasn't, but mm-hmm. like really getting messed up, I haven't. But I know that like, I think if you pulled a hundred people, most people would probably say that they have gotten wiped off the planet by Taco Bell. Yeah, definitely a destructive, explosive. <laughs> We've talked about the Diablo sauce as being one of the oh. most uncomfortable things that you can eat. Instantly turns my stomach upside down. And is a uh, it's worse coming out too. Me. Oh yeah, it's it's the Diablo sauce coming in, but it's the it's the ultra Diablo yeah. sauce coming back out. So yeah, it's Ooh, yeah. Uh, that's bad. That's straight misery. Definitely <laughs> agree. That's a great pick at number four. Your your team's looking pretty impressive so far. Getting that um, at four is thrilling. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, so. That's kind of a steal right there, honestly. Then moving into number five. Ooh, this leaves me with a tough decision. But thinking off of personal experience, you know, those personal food poisoning experiences that you have are gonna stay with you a little bit stronger. And it's gonna Oh, for sure. It's going to, you're going to remember it. So I'm going to take one that I have had personally that is very uncomfortable. And that is Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, you get some of them spicy sauces. That's a, that's a risk. That's a risky game to be, you know, I I wouldn't want to risk it with that. You never know what kind of chicken they're using. True. And how long they're cooking it. Because I remember, so this experience came when we were actually roommates. And so, oh, really? Um, yeah. So the rest of our roommates and us, we decided it was the beginning of the NBA season or something. And we decided we were going to go, maybe it's the NFL playoffs. Right. I remember this. I remember this. So we decided we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to celebrate. There was a massive line, a ton of people. And so I think the chefs were dipping them in the fryer for about like five minutes. And then just like, oh, yeah, just just send it out. Just send it. You, They had to make wings for so many people that night. They were like, well, whatever. And I unfortunately got one of those batches that was maybe just served raw with sauce. And that led to one of the worst oh. nights, most uncomfortable nights of my entire life. There was a point where I was falling asleep on the toilet because I my stomach hurt so bad, but I was so tired. You just you literally just sat on the toilet all night and just whatever happened happened it was like multiple hours yeah it was a terrible night and needless okay, to say I, I have gone back since and i have enjoyed the food so i just don't i do remember anything. going to buffalo wild wings with you that day and there was like six of us with uh-huh. with that day i don't remember did we i felt like we had multiple people that got sick right two like or three i can't remember out of the group so it must have been a certain batch i don't feel like i did Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe the flavor that I got was one that they, they let sit in for 15 <laughs> seconds instead of, instead of five. Yeah, they popped, it wasn't they popped mine in the, the microwave after to, oh, yeah. to really get them nice and good. But I, I mean, personal experience is absolutely something that, that you, that holds on to you that you remember. And that's where I'm going with my next pick as well. I don't, I feel like this is pretty common in people, but at the same time, I don't really know, but Arby's is Ooh. something that, their roast beef sandwich has really uh, done me dirty in the past. Like it, it goes down <laughs> ten out of ten, sits Oof. in my stomach, and the weight that it leaves there, just rumbling. And you know, I'm I'm in danger immediately, and I know it. But it tastes so good, I keep going back. No, I think that's a good way to describe Arby's in two <laughs> words: tummy rumbler. 
because <laughs> there's going to be some discomfort. There's going to be some some stuff going on that is that's pretty yeah. crazy. So I love Arby's pick. too. Yeah, like I I think Arby's is underrated in and of itself, but I think it's also underrated as a destroyer of stomachs. So it can go both ways. And yeah, I I needed to pick it just out of respect for what it's done to my own body. Out of respect for oh, that's. A- <laughs> That's kind of a crazy way of putting it. So there we have Arby's going in at number six. So that leaves me with my last pick on this bracket. And I still have like three or four more that I wanted to choose from. Yeah, we'll have to go through our honorable mentions after. To This is tough. This is a tough one. I think, yeah, I I figured it out. I'm taking KFC at number seven. KFC could be extremely dangerous because, again, we're going back to chicken. We've already talked about what chicken could do to you if it's not cooked properly. And... KFC seems like a place where they're not going to cook it properly. The biggest problem with KFC, I don't go there all that often, you know, but I I think it tastes great. Again, most of these taste really good. And that's Mm -hmm. why they're so dangerous because they, they lure you in with that false (laughs) sense of hope. The problem with KFC is one word, bucket. (laughs) Why do, why are they allowed to sell food in a bucket? It's (laughs) wrong. Food is not meant to come that way. Put it on a tray, like a, we don't need 50 wings on a bucket. There's something about that that seems so much more dangerous than the exact same amount of wings any other way. I No, I agree. I think that's a really good point that I've never thought of before. Why do they have to put it in a bucket? And it's it's so much quantity in, in a bucket. It just kind of seems a little gross. Seems a little reminiscent of a, a fair or a carnival or something. And Ooh. those places could definitely lead That's, to some serious issues. They would be up there on the list. If, <laughs> yeah. if, if they were allowed in these, because, you know, I guess it's not technically a restaurant, so it's kind of hard to narrow down. But like a state fair, That's, yeah. that would get you real good. sketchy cooking techniques going on there, which... <laughs> also KFC has because they're serving in the bucket, you know, just throw everything in a bucket formula, which is not the best presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Anything out of a bucket should not be eaten. That's a, that's a rule I choose to live by and I'm sticking to it. I like that rule. I think you got, I, that's yeah. a really good thing. <laughs> There's another rule that I live by and that is that, well, let me preface this before I get, before I get into my next pick, because I don't, I've never been to this place. I don't know if you've been to this place. I don't even think we really have one around here. There might be one somewhere. I've never considered it because of how foul it seems. Oh no, I'm nervous. And that is a Long John Silvers. Mm. See, I've let, heard the name, but I don't even know what let it me, is. Let me paint a picture for you. Cause I don't know how many of our listeners have really like, like I said, I don't know if we have one around here. So maybe if wherever you're listening has one, you know the horrors. But oh no, this is a fast food restaurant. Okay, that's fine mm-hmm. in of itself. Can be scary, but it's a seafood fast food restaurant. Oh, and seafood and fast food together are quite possibly oh. two of the worst combination. Like those two things together should be just absolutely outlawed. It's against the Geneva Convention. They need to separate half of the entire restaurant to put toilets and barf bags because there's no way that they're able to keep fish fresh in a fast food restaurant. I hope they have a flag pull outside and they're just flying a giant red flag for all those people that are <laughs> thinking about going there because they need to be aware of what could potentially happen. I was trying to think actually while we were doing this bracket, I was like, oh, okay, the foods that could get you the most sick, oh, seafood. But I couldn't even think of a fast food chain. I yeah. didn't think one existed. And so that's uh, really alarming. That is scary. Yeah. 
there, there's not a huge market for it, believe it or not. So <laughs> there's, there's really only the one that I know of. And like, I, cause I thought the same thing and I was like, okay, what can I do that's seafood? And I thought of like, oh, gas station sushi. Like that's, that's dangerous too. That's not a restaurant. And then I came across the realization that Long John Silver's exists when it should not because of how terrible it has to be to the human body. Like people talk all the time about what Twinkies are made out of. I don't care. I would rather eat a million Twinkies than a fish filet from a fast food. Like oh. I can't do it. No way. If you want a free stomach pump, you know, if you need that, you could just go <laughs> get, get long John Silver. That's what they have at their that's what they have at their combo. You get you get <laughs> fish sticks, fries, a drink, and a stomach pump on the side. <laughs> like you go through the drive through at the very end, they're just pumping people out because no, what an intense combo. <laughs> it's coming out one way or the other, and it's not gonna be pleasant. So uh yeah, I, I haven't ever been there. I don't know, but I also know that it has to be just a war crime. So no, that sounds devastating. You actually assembled a really elite team. I think I did as well. It'll be interesting to see oh, yeah. how you do in the polls this week. As always, we'll be posting this to our Instagram at PM and the AM podcast. Make sure you're following us there so you can vote along with your favorites or I don't know if it'd be favorites this week or places that have gotten you the most <laughs> least sick. favorite, oh, yeah, maybe. Least favorites yeah. all week. We'll have that posted there as well as some additional content. So make sure you're following us. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been leaving us reviews on Spotify and Apple podcasts. We appreciate those and they help us to grow and reach a new audience. And we ask that you guys would take a minute just to share this show with a friend. You got anything else for the listeners, Blake? No, we do. We appreciate you guys listening every week. It, it really means a lot to us, the support, the feedback. You know, if, if you have any questions that you want us to answer on here we're obviously experts <laughs> for sure and so let us know we will take it into our uh well-trained minds and and teach the people about it but yeah i think that's all i gotta say thanks so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week peace out congrats on making it all the way to the end we hope you enjoyed the show you are now officially part of the pm and the am fan base the morning people and we are super pumped to have you here now that you're a part of the crew please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets crazy questions and an overall great time thanks for listening it truly means a lot to us and we'll catch you guys next week